is Matt Crump. I've been known as a lot of things over my life. The class clown, the army guy, the rocker guy, the car guy, and the guitar guy. I've also made a lot of mistakes in my life, but the best thing I ever did, that's give my heart and life to Jesus Christ. He led me down a lifelong path and introduced me to my awesome bride, Rockin' Robin, blessed us with two incredible kids, and has given me a hope through some of the absolute toughest times of my life. See, I'm battling stage four cancer, and although that sucks, <laughs> it's opened my eyes and heart to a hope I never knew this way before and moments I never noticed. I call those God's Got This Moments, and they reveal hope like never before. Today, I'd like to welcome you to Hope Revealed. Well, hello and welcome back, or welcome to those of you tuning in for the first time to Hope Revealed. I am your host, Matt Crump, and I come to you every Tuesday with episodes of Hope, Help, and Health. Sometimes we'll have guests and give us great information, those guests, to help us in the world of health and healthcare, as well as always a way to find hope through that information. As a person myself with stage four cancer who has been fighting for quite a while, maybe about seven years now, I wanted to bring a platform to you that would specifically bring hope as well as help. That can be done through special guests, information I've been able to locate, and information from emails and messages I receive from you, our listeners. And you can always email us here at community at godsgotthis.love for questions, comments, and content. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something incredible. It's called the climb. We're going to talk about ways that we engage with the climb and some pretty incredible steps that you'll see in the way that we try to get to the top. I've heard it said that the very best comes after the hardest climb. No doubt that's true, but man, that climb could be horrible, right? I got a great story I'd like to share with you about a girl named Sasha, well, a young lady. And uh, seven years ago, a girl with passion made an effort to be the first. Being first wouldn't come without a price. Sasha Degulian had begun climbing at the age of six years old and was considered a professional by the young age of 18. It was at this age that no woman had climbed a 9A formation before. I'll get to that in a little bit. She was determined to do it. In 2011, Sasha climbed pure imagination. Now that is that 9A I was talking about a second ago. And it's classified as a 5.14D, which means it's straight up and high. <laughs> and in the Red River Gorge, it made her the first American woman to climb a route of that grade. Now she had her goals set and she had them set high, no pun intended. I watched the video as she climbed. She did fall off several times. and She was caught by her rope, and uh, she had a safety down there. It might have been her mom or somebody, and she continued trying that for about six days until she finally reached the top, and she got there. Her entire countenance changed when she got there. She looked out over the horizon, and she just said, Whoa, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> Her hands were bloodied by the rocks, and the tape had been ripped from her skin, and when she reached the top, she said, screw the tape. I made it through the cracks. I don't care if I bleed. That was powerful. More on that, too, later. She has been climbing her way to the top ever since, with records set all over the world. 
The only way Sasha could even set a record is through her first grip on a stony surface and pulling herself up, each time reaching for more, pulling her weight and bleeding as she goes until she gets there. The goal? The top. There are so many incredible stories I found about climbing I wanted to share with you, but the benefit of them all, they had the same ending, getting to the top. The very best comes after the hardest climb. And folks, some people that tried, they didn't make it. But they did try. Now, according to Isaiah 2, 2 and 3, Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Well, many scholars and commentaries point to the prophecy contained in this scripture I just read to you of the millennial end. And if you want to study a ton about that, feel free to do so. It's an awesome study, and there is some really, really good stuff out there. But today, I want to look at it from maybe a little different perspective. Thinking for a moment about Sasha and her being the first woman in history to reach a height of that difficulty was amazing. And she was 18. She hasn't been the only woman who has tried it since, but she set the way. Looking at verse 2 and 3, we can see something similar in the scripture we just read. The mountain of the Lord is established. Interestingly, the mountain of the Lord isn't really one of the tallest mountains in that region. Talking about it is more about like the height of God and his position. And then to say, let us go up, means someone had to go up prior and set the pace and blaze the trail. I realize that I may not be holding to the eschatological statement here, but bear with me a moment and look at another lesson of climbing. I don't know if you've ever been hiking on a mountain, but it's tough. And if you go up real high, well, the oxygen gets a bit thinner and it's even harder for folks to breathe and to be able to keep up and those that even have been conditioned to even scale that thing and scale it fast. I've climbed mountains and hiked trails and I'll tell you the best ones are the ones with a path that's already been cut. (laughs) It makes it easier to follow and easier to know how much further you have to go. Going to the top is still tough and still a complete joy when you get there. The view is incredible. The air's crisp and clean. It's beautifully amazing. It's always awesome to get to the top. It's when the trail hasn't been cut that things are a bit harder, a bit scarier. They require much more talent, patience, and careful placement of your hands and feet. In Sasha's situation, some had gone before her. I could see some of the chalk in the rock as she was climbing where somebody had placed their hands before in certain spots to be able to just get your index finger tip in there to try to pull your whole body up. is amazing. Mm. But in her class, she was the first. She had a goal and a desire to do something. 
something that would make her feel incredible inside and something she could do for other women as well. When she made it to the top as the first recorded woman in history, she set the stage. She raised a bar and she said, women, you can do it. Hmm. As we go climb even higher in our own journey, we will mature and our motives, they'll change. Sometimes. The path we're on will become increasingly lighter and brighter. The huge blessing is that once we get high enough to catch a glimpse of God's glory, we will be absolutely blown away. Like when she got to the top, she said, whoa. (laughs) So much so. We begin to realize how big God really is. Our thoughts become more like his thoughts. Our actions will become more like his actions. As we climb, following the path that he has set before us, we will become more and more humble in the light of his glory. Our time will be spent going higher. And what's even better is the opportunity of going back to help others climb. Just like Christ helps us climb. The claim is never just about a personal goal of achieving the top rank and planting a flag. It's about learning how to get there and teaching others how to do the same. The view always looks better when you have someone else to share it with. Isn't it awesome when you can put your arm around somebody or we just look and share and say, man, isn't that awesome and talk about it? It's it's so uh, fulfilling. Yeah. It's almost like it's hard to describe and explain unless you go there too. One of those kind of things, right? And when you get there with others, they see a view that becomes even more incredibly shared. In 2 Peter 1, verses 2 through 7, this is where we're going to get into some, uh, some good stuff here. So if you're taking notes today, pull out your uh, pen and paper or pull out your uh, smartphone and get ready to start typing because here comes some stuff. Now, again, I will help you out with this throughout the week. Uh, We always have a theme here at God's Got This and Hope Revealed. So the whole week is a theme. Today is the podcast. Tomorrow, Wednesday, would be our show, God's Got This Stories, on our YouTube channel. On Thursday is the blog, God's Got This, and that's where I will put most everything I'm saying here in the podcast will be in the blog. So now you're able to follow along through the week with what we've been saying. And you don't have to take as many notes if you don't want to, but it's always easier to um, retain the information when you take notes, right? So anyway, and then Friday is, uh, is hashtag God's Got This Meaningful Moments, which is like a little devotion time. We, uh, we gather around the Word of God and, uh, and just kind of share a moment there with each other, all relevant to the week, and this week is the climb. All right, so back here to uh, Second Peter, and thanks for bearing with me. I'm really exhausted and tired today, and I had to have the air on during the broadcast, so you can hear it clicking on and off. I apologize. Maybe you didn't notice it, but uh, I'm going to try to try to get it hidden here in the, in the editing side, but I apologize for that today. All right, Second Peter 1, 2 through 7. We can find some ways to climb to the top of our mountain. Some ways to experience the climb, but uh, each area we place our hand and every foothold we can find, it's essential to have had the prior area firmly planted and understood in our lives. So let's look at First Peter uh, 1, verses 2 through 7. It's in the Old Testament, about midway. Uh, we'll pass that through the New Testament and see what it says. 
Verse 2, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort, here comes the big part we're going to talk about, to supplement your faith and virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. What a cool teacher. All right, we can see in verse 5 where the cracks in the rocks are like Sasha. She found it all at the start, and it started with faith. Here are those eight cracks that get to the top of every mountain, And wait until you see what is at the top. It is incredibly beautiful. (laughs) You're going to love it. All right, so here are those eight steps in this scripture we just shared in in Peter, and that was 1 Peter 1, 2 through 7, and there are eight steps here to climb this mountain. This is the beginning of your climb. Number one, faith and faith. Number two, virtue, and virtue with three, knowledge, and knowledge with number four, self-control, and self-control with number five, steadfastness, and steadfastness with number six, godliness and godliness with number seven, affection, and affection with, here's the top of the climb, the cream of the crop, the place you're trying to go. Everything about this moment was getting here, and that is number eight, love. Hmm. What an incredible climb. Let's break it down, break it down, break it down, (laughs) break it down a bit and see what all these steps really are for your life and how you can get this to to really work for you in your life to get to the top of what you're trying to climb. You can apply it with everything that you're trying to do, whether you're sick in your body like me with some ailments and and I don't confess sickness over me. I just, uh, I acknowledge it. It's there. So I think there's a big difference, acknowledgement, and I acknowledge these problems that I have, and I'm believing God to eradicate them from my body, all right? So many promises. That's another, another podcast altogether, but um, we all have our things. So it could be like that with me. It could be uh, maybe you are hopeless with, uh, I don't know, maybe some things in your life with your marriage or your relationships, your best friend, or uh, maybe it could be you've been abused mentally, uh, at work, um, at um, school, maybe at home. Maybe you've been abused more than mentally. Maybe it's gotten to your body. And uh, there's places that are just places you don't want to talk about, places that you can't face. And uh, no, you can't face it alone. This is where the climb is important. And I said, was when I say earlier, that remember how beautiful it is when you have Somebody at the top you can share it with. Yeah. Um, Jesus is there. And he always helps us with providing somebody to be with us on the climb. I guarantee you. There's somebody there for you. You just have to be willing to look and receive. Because God has somebody for you to help you with the climb. All right, let's get all these eight steps. 
we can clearly see that the first step in this climb is a step of faith and a place where you have to believe that, yep, hashtag God's got this. It is an abandonment to a faith that somehow you'll get where you're going. In this case, the climb. If each crack in the mountain of life we're climbing is adhered to, it'll always lead to love. Hmm. There are some treacherous storms that can cause us to slip from the craps and cracks in our craps <laughs> the cracks and our bloody hands it's the same thing too. Our bloody hands lose the strength to just hold on any longer. Some of those storms are bitterness, unforgiveness, and resentment. All of those areas in our lives are the sins we carry that weigh us down and cause us to carry more weight than we were even intended to carry on this climb in the first place. Thank the Lord Jesus said that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. We can dump our baggage finally and, and the load is so much easier. And you're not alone. When climbing like Sasha did, she began getting bloody hands and had, had to quit quite a few times. Some of the sin in our lives can cause and create those bloody hands. And even though we may overcome bitterness in our lives, we have to face self-control. And when we can't bring that part under control in our own lives, it's because all the height we were able to gain right there to slip right past us. And as we fall, as our hands lose grip in the cracks of life on that mountaintop, that is not a good feeling. I mentioned there's some areas that we have like, uh, you know, bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe I'm feeling like maybe if you're out there listening today and well, if you're listening, then you are. <laughs> and maybe it's um, maybe it's a bad relationship that's gone south. And um, there's a guy that I used to listen to a lot when I was uh, in my 20s. And uh, his name is Larry Lee. Dr. Larry Lee, and he said something back then that I've carried for a long time, said it many, many times. You're going to hear it from me several times. A lot of my friends know it. One of my friends actually made a t-shirt after I told it to her. Here it is, because when we carry all this baggage, all this junk, and we project things on the other person, like we all we talk about is how bad the relationship is, how bad the person is, all they've done to us, and never really anything about us and then digging into Jesus and stuff like that. So I get it. Wait a second. I mean, I get it because we're real and we have emotions and things happen, right? That's what this is all about, about hope. I'm not here to condemn anybody. There's hope in Christ. Um, it comes to a place of where we where we choose to talk, the things that we choose to say, right? It doesn't mean that we don't feel a certain way, but we, we have a choice in how we say things, how we present things. And when we have all this stuff in our, our lives that we're carrying, it can be such a heavy load, it pulls us down and back, and we slip and fall. And, and when you do, you see all the places you've been, and sometimes it makes it even worse. It gets even heavier, like, man, crap, I missed all this again. And uh, Right? Uh, it's easier just to give it all to Him. It, it just may as well. That's the first step in this climb is faith and say, Jesus, I, I just don't know how I can handle this. I can't carry this. It's just too much for me. And He says, I know. Give it to me. And I'll give you something different. I can't explain how it happens so well. I mean, there's lots of ideas with scriptures and stuff. But at the end of the day, how Jesus can just take that from us and relieve us is part of the mystery and the amazing love of Jesus Christ and God, how they've done things for us and love us the way they do. 
I have gotten so far from where we're supposed to be, and I need to pull back in. So we keep this uh, podcast at a certain time so you can download it and share it with others, right? Don't give up, guys. Trust him. All right, so we're first step, we're at faith, right? From faith, we go next to a crack called virtue. Virtue means behavior showing high moral standards. Hmm. So to go from faith in Christ and pulling up to virtue, we must be willing to live a life by showing a high moral standard. Wow, that could be hard for some and not as hard for others. Let me tell you. When you're climbing a vertical climb of a 9A like like Sasha was, you're going to be seen by everyone. It's straight up. It's right there. And it's not easy to hide a high moral standard by slipping up through a low moral defeat. Wow, that's a, that's a tweet, right? Let me say it again. Um, you can be seen by everybody on a 9A. You're going to be seen by everyone, and it's not easy to hide a high moral standard by slipping up through a low moral defeat. Mm. To get to that place of virtue, we must surrender all, and we must give it all it takes through faith. Faith to swing your hand up under the pressure of your own weight and a place of virtue where you grab and pull and get a foothold below you in faith. Faith is your foot is in faith and your hands in virtue. Man, what an awesome picture, right? Once getting a hold on virtue, you should see me here in my studio. I got my hands going and I'm just, mm, right? Once getting a hold on virtue in your life, it's not easy to get to the next crack. Nope. That next crack's called knowledge. Here's a deep definition of knowledge, and we're hoping this crack up there is deep to get our hands in and pull ourselves up. It's what you know. That's the definition of knowledge. Duh. Right. It's not what you know from the past. It's what you didn't know, and you are given the opportunity to learn. And when you do that, you take it in your body, take it in your mind, you take it into all that you are, that becomes knowledge. Something to share with folks. Yes, we, uh, we learn in life through our struggles and pain, and yes, from our ups and downs. Slipping from this height in the climb isn't always as bad as it seems. I'm not saying to, to, to get out there and give it away, right? But not if we move by faith. Uh, not when we move by faith to a place of virtue, which then creates such a firm grip in knowledge. It helps move us up another level to the next crack, that's a little easier when you get there. But this one, it's a little hard to reach. Yeah, it's called self-control. Sometimes we might get stuck in the knowledge we've attained by forgetting that we got there by faith and virtue in Christ. Sometimes wounds along the journey can make us not want to forgive someone. And by not doing that, the next hold above our heads feels just like it's out of reach or, or we just no longer have the strength to get there. You know, self-control is not just like that first blink as you think you go to a sexual place. That, that comes to, to, to many people from the first thing that you think of when you say self-control. It can be a place of second-guessing others, a place of anticipating their moves even though they haven't moved yet. It can be a place of passive-aggressive bitterness that is so hard to escape from, yet can cause us to slip from the cracks on our climb to the top. Keeping things in check, keeping things where they should be 
through the knowledge of Christ. And the virtue we found through our faith in Him helps us to swing up to the next crack in our climb. Ready? When you've attained the ability to have that self-control in your life and you've got a firm grip, knowledge and self-control, you are moving to the next place called steadfastness. This is a firm hold and a deep crack to grab in the rock of this mountain. Steadfastness means resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. Resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. This is a place where you will not be moved. No, you won't be. Right, Matt? You, you're going to die of cancer. I will not be moved. Matt, you're going to have permanent side effects and, dis- and, and you're going to have permanent damage to your body for the rest of your life. I will not be moved. Matt, you are so tired and so out of it today. You are going to be depressed and can't do anything. I will not be moved. You have been told your whole life that you are nothing, that you will never amount to anything. I will not be moved. You have been abused in so many ways, mentally and physically, spiritually, and you've been told you will never amount to anything. You will not be moved. See, it's about halfway up the climb. You're pretty high now, and you're just too far to turn back. However, you can still slip and fall. But if you really grasp knowledge, you set a stake in the rock. And you're secured by a safety that could help you if you slipped. Many times we try to climb alone. But the best climb is with someone who can come along your side. I get people are, are, uh, you know, what is it, uh, introverted, right? That's horrible. And um, it's easy to, to want to be alone. I get it. Hard to believe that there is an introvert side of Matt Crump. And there's many times I just want to be alone. Don't want anybody around. Don't want to talk, see, speak, whatever. Selfish. Get it? I get it. I get it. Whatever. Um, so I get it. There's some folks that just have to climb things and do things by themselves. Um, we're never meant to do it by ourselves. And it's so much better when you have the opportunity to, uh, to share it with someone and they can experience something with you and you can have a blast doing it with them. The best climb is climbing with someone by your side, someone to encourage you, someone to keep us accountable and ensure we're staked in strong. This is a steadfastness that would be like a ladder rung, helping us to the next crack. Oh man, here's a big one. This one is not a huge crack, just enough where you can get your fingertips in, just enough where you can grab grab it and get your foothold and pull. This next crack in your life, this one's called godliness. Godliness is quick to be thought of as a definition in Christian character. And although it it does contain it, it's not primarily that by definition. It's it's more. Godliness is, here are three words. This is so cool. Godliness is devotion in action. Godliness is devotion in action. I, I read an interesting article that talked about Enoch. Uh, we're told in Genesis that Enoch, Genesis, the first book of the Bible, Enoch was a really cool dude, and you'll find out about how he just, uh, man, he had a great, great ministry, and anyway, he walked with God, right? So he, he walked with God, and Enoch pleased God. 
So you'll find that in Genesis 5, 21 through 24, and the pleased part was in Hebrews 11. That's in the New Testament. That Hebrews 11 is a, a book of, of faith, people that have been uh, climbers that set the stakes for us, and uh, you could follow the chalk lines in the, in the mountain and know that they've been there. That's good stuff, right? Hebrews 11 says that Enoch was one who pleased God. Enoch's life was centered in God. God was the focal point, the very place to hold firm in this climb. We're trying to climb, that's the place we want to be. That firm place, like Enoch, he walked with God. He had an awesome relationship with God, and he pleased God. Like I said, remember on this climb, everybody can see you, it's in the wide open. It's in the wide open. And now we get to follow the same way. Mm. The, the blaze that has the trail has been blazed. Just saying all of this, it's it's easy to see and to say he was devoted to God. And then there's this meaning of godliness for us, devotion in action. What a cool tweet, what a cool saying, right? But wow. To actually do it, that's tough. It's pretty high. A lot of weight now when you're tired moving up climbing. Man, heavy, right? By this point, we're pretty high in our vertical climb of this slick mountain called life. It's okay to take breaks and to lean back once in a while while you've got your safety line there and you're, you're, you're staked into the rock. You can, you can do that. And we have this big bag of rosin on our side, right, to keep our hands from slipping. <clears throat> For us, excuse me, that bag of rosin we carry, it's like the Word of God in our hearts. It is vital in what we're doing always preparing us for that next step and, and covers us. We don't want to fall from here. We don't want to fall. We're up high enough now. A fall could be fatal. But we still swing our arms and hands to the next crack in the mountain. And this next crack after godliness, being able to ensure those places in our lives that we are, are people that are are displaying devotion in action, that next place that we're sticking our hand in the rock is called affection. Affection can be easily considered as love. However, it differs just a bit. It means a gentle feeling of fondness or liking. That's cute, a gentle feeling of fondness or liking. I don't want somebody to... to affection me. I've fallen in affection with you. I've, I want to marry you because I, I really want to devote my affection to you. That's good. Yeah, but I want more than that, right? But so there's, there is a difference, but it's a powerful thing that you, you have to have it with, with what we're calling about love here in just a minute. So it means a gentle feeling of fondness or liking. So it's, it's similar, but not exactly to the top yet. <laughs> I can have affection for someone, but and be, uh, but not be in love, sorry, or, or passionately in love, right? Love is a passion. Like there's times my wife is like, I just, I love you. <laughs> you are something else, Matt Crump. And yeah, I, I love you, right? Sometimes we have to choose to passionately love somebody. It's not always easy. Um, and then there's other times where it's like, whew, she might say, wow. I, I really love you, right? There's those times too, right? That's all right. Spending time together, finding things you enjoy doing with each other, it became an affectionate place when you first found somebody, 
right? If you remember dating your husband or wife before you used that big L word to each other, when you said, you remember how that was, and you look and you're like, I'm going to say it, 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 right? You're going to like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I was, you, I, uh, I was thinking about uh, going somewhere tonight, right? You wanted to say I love you, but you didn't, right? You remember how it goes, right? It's so hard to get the word out when you first say it, right? That affection is so strong that you really, really care deeply about this person, and now it's moved to this other place, right? And you really want to say it. So there's that spending time together, finding things you enjoyed to do with each other. It became an affectionate place. And if you firmly grip the crack in this mountain, when you swing your hand up to the next spot to hold, you get to the place you've been trying to get to for the entire climb. You get to the top. (laughs) When you get to the top of this mountain, you find love. Our last step in today's podcast, The Climb. When you are firmly rooted in affection and you swing up to that next place, it's a place that everybody that's climbing really wants to get to. Shaking a little bit. The adrenaline's pumping. Maybe just a little out of reach. Maybe two more inches. And I can't stretch yourself. I don't know if I can You just try to just move up on your toes and finally you grab a spot and you find a big old rock up there and you're able to put both hands around it and you pull and you get up there and you get to the top and you you just lay in your stomach and you turn around and you go back a little bit up to the to, to the side of this cliff that you've just climbed and you stand and you look and then that other person that's with you is already there or comes up behind you or maybe was already there waiting from another trail who knows and then you stand and you look And you say, wow, I can't believe how amazing this is. It was worth it. Screw the tape. (laughs) I don't care about the blood. I made it. I got to the top of the climb and I found love. Yeah, that's cool. Not just love in a relationship with, you know, your guy or your gal. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about, I now have the ability to do things for you and never would have before because I just didn't know love. And now I've been through it from faith all the way up, right? I've gone so many different places from faith to virtue, from virtue to knowledge. And this knowledge helps me as I get to a place of self-control in my life. And then as I, I just give this to Christ, it gives me to a steadfastness to live a life of godliness. As I live a life of godliness through all these phases I've gone through, I have an affection for things and for people that drives me as I pull it into this place, this place called love. Mm. What a journey, what a climb. When I saw the video of Sasha making it to the top, she was elated. I encourage you to watch it, it was really cool. You'll really get it now once you listen to this today, too. It'll be a beautiful picture for you. She was excited and overwhelmed. She took it in. She did it. You can, too. It all starts with faith and faith to make the first move in your life. It's all about the climb. Q, uh, what's her name? Hannah Montana, right? Marley Cyrus, or not Marley. <laughs> I don't listen to her that much. That's my daughter. She used to. But anyway, it's all about the climb. What a wild note to end on. 
we're at the top. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you listening. I hope you loved it. If you would, please like today's show here on the podcast site you're listening to. And while you're at it, leave a comment. It really helps the ministry. It helps us to get noticed. And yeah, I, I need you to do that. Please do. Like it, make a comment, share it. You know, if you're not, uh, this, we've got the Podbean podcast site that you might be listening to today. And then as well as the iTunes uh, podcast site. Uh, if you can go to both, that would be fantastic. If you're at one, please do comment and share. We'd love to hear from you as well. If you're not already subscribed to our mailing list and receiving our Monday magazine and other emails, please visit our site at godsgotthis.love, not .com, godsgotthis.love, and click subscribe when the little window pops up. And you'll see a bunch of resources that you can have there. And if you don't find that little window to pop up there when you first get there, you can um, find that word subscribe throughout the uh, newsletter there as well. There are other places on the site you can get to that will, and you just look for newsletter. There's a, a link at the bottom of the site there as well, and it'll take you to a place where you can subscribe. You'll see a few buttons on the site, so um, do that there. You know how to do it. We're so thankful to be able to provide all that God has given us to do. And if there's any way you can be a part financially to help us with these costs, we would be ever so grateful. I have now seeing how much money we have to spend and the money I'm having to spend now to do what I'm doing. Um, you know, some people say, well, I'll give to you. What are you going to spend the money on? You? That's what I'm spending it on. Yeah, I got to buy stuff and do things for my podcast and have equipment. And, uh, you know, I do classes and I mean, I'm doing all kinds of stuff that are costs now, not to mention places that I go and travel and the money it takes to do that, to meet and speak with people. And then don't forget about the things we're offering throughout the week. This is where you can sow a seed. This is where you can plant some of your finances into this ministry and help it to grow. Five days a week, I'm doing something. Yeah, I'm the guy who can barely get out of bed, and I'm doing five things a week to help me and you. The magazine of Monday, Tuesday's podcast, just like this. Wednesday is our YouTube show called Hashtag God's Got This and God's Got This Stories. On Thursdays, my hashtag God's Got This blog, which has more of the information about what we what we will be listening to throughout the week, and this week's uh, message and theme is the climb. And on Thursday is a devotion, uh, always around the Word of God, and uh, a few thoughts, something that I could just um, think through quickly with you to help um, illuminate uh, some more thoughts about what God has to say on our theme for the week. And we ended up. And then um, I've got time to share with you for a couple of days, and I rest and do it all over again. So yeah, so seed. I really need it, and uh, we need it here in the ministry. And we've got a board. We've got all kinds of we got accountability. We're good. So come on, hook us up, and uh, we'll hook you up. If you don't hook us up, we're going to still keep hooking you up. <laughs> Please consider joining our community by being a monthly supporter and helping us to reach the world with God's message of hope revealed. And that hashtag, God's got this. So start the climb this week. It just takes a little faith to start, but as you begin to grow and climb, the higher you get, the more you need to depend on the benefit of your journey to get to the top. I want to encourage you to start the climb this week. Start it. If you've fallen from it before, do like Sasha. Get back to it. Don't stop. You might get hurt. You might bleed. It might be hard, but you can do it. I want to remind you of a passage of Scripture to help you think the way God wants you to think this week and in life. 
which helps us tremendously on our, on our climb. Remember as Paul said to us uh, from Philippians 4, 6-9 in God's heart, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing and the God of peace will be with you. Sounds like he was on the climb. And this, my friends, surely means for you, keep climbing. Don't give in. Don't give up. And never forget. Hashtag, that's right, God's got this.